This is the Two Random Dudes Podcast. Dude. I'm a fake gay. Do you have sex with the shirt on too? What's up guys? Yo. Episode 23. Two Random Dudes. Today has been, or this week has been pretty crazy. I'm recording out of Boston. I'm on a work trip. And we are doing this at like 4.30 a.m. Five. It's almost 5 a.m. Because it took us 30 minutes to figure out audio, recording. It's all my fault. You know, I have a Mac and I don't know how to run my software. So yeah, all the things that all the things that could go wrong are going wrong. Um, my craziness. So I'm just traveling for work, but I'm still trying to do like 50 billion things at once, and there's not enough time in the day. I'm using my sleep time. I guess Jin's normally up at this time, but I, I I'm I, I'm not up for like another hour or so. Yeah, sounds about right. I'm up randomly to to match the scheme of two random dudes. Uh, I guess I wake up random times. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Well, do do you, for any reason you wake up or? Do you just, you can't sleep or you have stuff to do? Uh, my passion wakes me up. The sunset's not even out yet. Yeah, I told you my passion wakes me up. What does that have anything to do with sunset? Because your passion is photography and you'll go passionate the, the sunset and go film it. It, it would be sunrise. Sunrise, sunrise. I'm not waking up to take sunrise photos or anything every day. I'm just saying the passion that I have for life is what wakes me up. Oh, snap. Okay. So I got this like really ridiculous view. I guess it's ridiculous uh, for Boston. It's not like as city city as New York City. But in my like, I booked uh, through the corporate website and I put in the notes section they're like anything we can do for your room is it do you need like handicap access you know probably like special food needs or something you know for your room and I put I want a good view so I checked in and they gave me that it's pretty cool you didn't have to do the $20 tip trick? Do you remember what that was? Yeah. The $20 tip trick for people that don't know. And I would suggest this, especially if you're looking for some travel tips. You know, you get to the front desk, you've already booked your reserved wait, hotel and card or whatever you're doing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before they, you even explain that, why don't you tell them what your Twitter is so that if they don't know it, they can tweet you about it. 
My Twitter is they call me Geo. It's not even funny. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you still need to know it if they need to ask me things. The amount they should be paying us for the amount we're pub advertising them. Yeah, they should. So where was I? Talk talking about the tip trick. Oh. Walk into the hotel. So it's reserved already. You go to the front desk, and they always ask you, you know, for a credit card and license. So you have a $20 bill wrapped up, I guess folded in fours, so it fits neatly behind the credit card, and you hand it to them. In between, if I remember. In between, sure. And then they're like, oh, what's this? And you're like, hey, are there any room upgrades. And honestly, like there hasn't been a time where I I haven't either gotten an upgrade and they've taken it or I've gotten an upgrade and they've given the money back like no, no, sorry, it doesn't you don't have to tip us. Thank you anyways. <clears throat> I mean, worst case scenario, they won't upgrade you and they gave me the money back. Yeah. So like you can't really lose yeah, uh, it happened to me in this. To, yeah. to add on top, right? Because I was always taught in sales, right, to get shut down a couple times. I keep trying, not to where you're like annoying with it, but to just try to be a little bit persistent, right? Then you can throw in the, you know, it's our anniversary. That's Jim's favorite. You know, oh, it's my birth. You know, not my birthday because they have your uh, driver's license right there. You can say a special occasion, and then they, you know, it adds to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that helps too. Now I didn't try it because I don't know. I was here on work, and I just didn't think to do it because it's not really on my credit card, or it is, and I'm expensing it, but. They're like, yeah, we're just giving it to you. So I was like, okay. What am I going to say from that? Can I have an even better room because I'm super greedy? Yeah. You could be like, I can have the one with the rooftop access and everything. So where in Boston? I'm literally like um, South Boston. They call it Southie. Um, I'm literally like, the, you know, the Boston airport is really close. I, I'm watching planes land right now. And there's hotels, and there's downtown. I had a decent view. I'm trying to think so, when I went there, where Boss, South Boston is. is. Are you closer to like the financial district? Um, I don't know what that is. I think it's apparently people are saying we're in South Boston, and it's not really Boston. It is. But it's not the Boston that everybody knows. So probably not, I want to say. Yeah, if you were on a map and you had your finger, or if you're on Google Maps, you have your finger on Boston, like just swipe, like move your finger down. That's where I am. Is that why they call it South Boston? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Southie. Which is the term here. So there's a comedy club in my hotel. 
And I was like, well, let's go watch a show, you know, have a little bit of time. And there was no shows, but they're like, there's a free thing you can come in and just listen to if you want. I was like, what is it? A podcast. I'm like interested in my mind. I'm like, I have a podcast. Let me uh, go in and get some tips and tricks from them. It was like two women from South Boston. They, I don't know, they were middle, middle-aged. And um, like one of them had a 21-year-old daughter. So whatever you call that. It's funny now because when you're younger, you would call people old. But like we're that age now. So are we old or do we mean older than us? Depends on who you're comparing it to, but yeah, well, the reality of it is, yes, we're old. <laughs> yeah, that, or when I say old, depends who's listening and what they think their perception is. So do they mean older than us or older than them? So anyways, so um, their little shtick is that, I don't know, they, so I asked her, I said at the end, they, she had a live mic. You could have asked during the session and I thought that was pretty cool they um they've only been in it like 30 episodes and we're we're very close to 30 so I'm like wow that's pretty good and for them to be on a stage at a comedy club like they either have been doing this for a while or something I don't know but I guess because the comedy club is in South Boston and they're in South Boston it's a podcast about South Boston you and it you all syncs up to them. You didn't check who they were either during the podcast or right after it? No, before I went, I listened to like 20 minutes of their podcast because it was literally starting when I went up to check. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, you can come in. It starts now. Go to the bar and grab a drink. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go to my room. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's their shtick there. They're, they're from South Boston. They talk about it. Like if, if crime happened or, or a store was closing down that they grew up in and they just talk and they make jokes and they're just from, you know, their town. And that's it. So I asked them it's advice. What advice do you have for us? We're starting out just like you guys. And like none, just have fun. I'm like, do you like plan out your shows? And they're like, nope. I'm like, oh, okay. They had a guest on. He was a comedian too from South Boston. I guess they're friends. Do they have people like the guest thing when they do it? Did they have the Boston accent? They did. It's not as strong as you think. And I was saying that to people while I was here. I'm like, oh. What's uh? Where are you from? Because you don't have the Boston accent, and they all weren't from Boston, so it was true. But I think in my mind, the Boston accent is so thick you can like hear it, and uh, and it's not. Just as people were telling me, you don't sound like you're from Jersey, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Forget about it, eh? Can I have some coffee? I guess that's what they want me to sound like or think I sound like or think Jersey people sound like. Do you think they turn it on and off? Like, can they turn it on and off, but then they purposely keep it on 
annoyingly for the simple fact that they're in Boston, so they feel like they have to? No, like, I think it comes out when they drink. Like, it started coming out from some of those girls. You could hear it. But I think it just comes out when you're drinking and you're not. Not that they're holding it back, but it's just not as strong as you think. Well, I... Like, they would say strong R's, like, when there's park, park. Wait, no, 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 no. No, that's not the way that the Boston accent is. It's it, it's not parked. It's packed. The A is the one that's packed. emphasized, isn't it? So it's not like... That would be packed. It wouldn't be... I don't know. I guess you could say it's the A. It's the A-R. Well, it's the... It's Park the, the car in Harvard Yard. Is it the R that's more emphasized or is it the A that's more emphasized and stressed? Because I remember distinctively when I when I heard the Boston accent for the first time, which was actually in Boston, it was actually at Ben's um do you remember Ben's bachelor party? Oh my god, that was the last time you were here? No, no, that was the first time I heard the accent. Like in Boston. Oh. So the yeah, last time I, was I remember here, Ben. Anyway, I when I remember the doorman. He, uh, I, I just asked like where I could find parking. He was like, "You should be able to find parking right over there by the bar." I'm like, "What the frig? This guy sounds weird." And like, then you talk to him, and he, he's like, "Yeah, that's just the way I talk, or whatever, you know, whatever it was." But yeah, it's. I think it was the A that was like a long emphasis on the A and making not. I guess the best way to describe it would be it's long, exaggerated, and borderline annoying. That's the way that they try to make it. But, you know, everybody's got their own accents. So, you know, maybe they think that Jersey is, like, annoying with the way we talk and we drink our coffee and our water. Yeah. I I didn't realize that I was, like, stereotyping the Boston accent so hard until people were like asking me and I was like wait that's like the third time somebody asked me about my New Jersey accent and then I'm like oh that's right I'm doing the same thing to them with the whole Boston accent thing Boston and for some reason I feel like when I travel I like land in like a different country or different like planet you know, and I always like I'm having conversations with people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm at the CVS and I'm, you know, buying a soda. And I'm like, wait, do you have CVSs here? Like, do you do you understand the language that I'm speaking out of my mouth right now? Are you, you don't have the same places? Uh, yeah, th- I was actually going to talk to you about this one place that I went to to eat. In Boston, it's on uh, Dartmouth Street. You ever? Well, there's a couple of them. <coughs> Let me see how far it is from you in uh, South Boston. It's not. Well, just put in my hotel right now, and you can see it. What hotel? I'm I'm at the Westin, the Waterfront Westin. Westin Waterfront. And while you look that up. Yeah, I will continue to talk. Just been a busy week. 
I'm in workshops for work and it's like when you're getting out of work and you're so busy all day, you're still like meeting up with the team. You're doing lunches with the team, dinners with the team, grab some drinks. That's where the real bonding is. You know, I mean, yeah, you could go home, but you're there. You never get to see them and you get to talk real stuff that maybe has to do with work, but it's outside of work because at work, you're just talking about business stuff. So it's just like super busy for me from like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then, you know, I get back to the hotel and then I'm working on my side project stuff, which is top secret. Nobody could ever know about. And then, you know, the only time I can control really is my sleep. So I'm waking up to record the podcast or podcast or however a Boston would say it. I don't did you, think um, did they say it did you bring up the pot? Yeah, but I can't, I can't do it. It's, you can hear it from them. Weird. Did you find my hotel and how far I am from where you are? Yeah. So it's a 15 minute walk. There's, there's actually like three or four of them in Boston, but, um, you actually have to walk 15 or 50, 15 minutes, 15, one, five. And if you walk over, okay. you know where Fan Pier Park is? No. Boston Children's Museum? Like, I don't know where anything is. I know my hotel, a couple of restaurants in the area because we've been going out to eat, and then my office. Uh, you've been there for a week and you don't know where everything is yet? At least, like, these no. All right, do you know where Harpoon Brewery is? That sounds familiar, but no, we didn't go there. Okay, well, anyway, it's a 15-minute walk if you walk towards the water, towards, like, the, I guess it would be towards the piers and stuff like that. But, yeah, it, this place is called Good, and it is amazing. Like, the food there, it's unique, it's tasty, it's healthy. So... That's why I, I was going to say if you went there. Because I, when I went, I, I went on a, um, a a big company, well, photography gig, and they were paying for it. So even then, I was like, wow, this is so incredibly good. I probably would pay my own money for it either way. So it's worth it, but it is on the pricier side. If you get, like, for example, if you get a salad, I think, you know, nothing nothing that it's like, anything extra expensive but it's like 13 14 bucks if you get a salad but then if you get like one of their fancy drinks it's like five or six bucks for those drinks because it's like cold press organic and they put all kinds of like exotic vegetables in it like it was like kale cucumber apple juice with ginger uh, turmeric and all these other like you know hipster organic healthy things and it is so incredibly good, though, especially in Boston, because I came back to Jersey and I tried it, and it wasn't as good. So, yeah, B dot good. Um, check it out if you can, if you have time. They make incredible breakfasts too. Yeah, I can expense it. I got B dot good. Yeah, they're our sponsors this week. <laughs> I go there. I order a drink and I'm like, yeah, this is free, right? <laughs> you know, 
the, what do you mean, sir? The the funny thing is you're on What? No, I was gonna just take it for free and walk out. What do you mean, sir? And then uh just be like you were our sponsor on the podcast. And then they would get no clue what I'm talking about. They'd be like, Oh, right, you're going to jail. So we have a we have a system here at the the nameless company I work at. Wait, what? That has we're not naming your company? You don't name it? Two buildings. <laughs> I don't. You do. <laughs> All the time. Um anyway, I'm sure they can find it if they really you know, they were our stalker, our stalkerish fans. How much they love us. Um, there's two buildings right set up. <laughs> one person you can think of. That's it. We only have one fan, one listener every week. No, that one person um, that's like stock-ish that knows us and that like knows what we. Anyway, go ahead. Well, anyways, the two buildings are. It's 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 they're across the street from each other. Um, apparently, because we're so close to the airport, nothing in Boston can be like over 800 feet. So there's really like not too many tall buildings. But um, we have two buildings across the street from each other. And, you know, one has like salespeople and one has like, you know, marketing people. So um, you have to cross the street. And there's different benefits. Like one has a better table tennis table. One has a better cafeteria. And the other one has a live-in barista. Like a, a real like coffee shop in it. Um, one has like a basketball court. So anyways, you got to go between them sometimes for meetings. And crazy story I heard was somebody was hurt from the office you know because you got to cross the street they have these like yellow flashing lights that you can press a button and cars stop for pedestrians but i think the issue was like one car was stopped and he crossed the street and then the other car that came behind him like didn't see him crossing and didn't know it was a crosswalk and hit him i don't know what happened to the person if they're okay but I'm just like, that's crazy because, you know, it's not like he was walking to work. He was, he was at work and he had to like change building. Like that, that doesn't happen for anybody else. I mean, cause I don't know how often you're crossing the street for meetings. Maybe, maybe if you were a door to door salesman, I guess. I mean, I don't know. That it was could happen. just major new to me. It could happen in major cities. I mean, if you're looking at people that, let's say, like work in sales and outside sales in, let's say, Manhattan, there's a chance of getting hurt in Manhattan. People are always walking around and, you know, cars are, the traffic is horrendous, you know, so, yeah. But, yeah. So I fly home today. It's been a fun week, but, you know, miss the family. Can't wait to get home. It's the weekend. Any plans for the weekend? Uh, yeah. Um, it's gonna be 
awesome. I'm volunteering at a at my church, and I'm going to be their photographer for five or six hours during this. Like my my church, I don't even know if it's I don't even know if it's too much, but they do this event every year. It's their biggest event. They talk about it all throughout the year, and obviously, rightfully so, right during Christmas. So. Um, I'm sure other churches do something similar, but I think my church is something that, and you should bring Gigi if you have time, because I, I think, you know, your family, I'm sorry. I'm not, was I supposed to say her name? <laughs> was I supposed to keep that on the DL? Yeah, no, we just, we just can't show her face, because that's the Casey Neistat thing to do. I don't know. I don't, I don't care about that. Wait, Casey's not showing her, his daughter anymore? Yeah, they stopped like about a year ago. Maybe a little less. Yeah, they stopped showing her face. Oh, God. Anyway. I mean, I guess we'll never know because we're not celebrities. But, yeah. But anyway, so you should bring her for this experience. You, you'll be probably like a little bit wild by it, too, because they it, – and it's pretty cool because they bring out they, – they rent out this like trolley to pick you up. Cause you can't park there cause the church parking is almost always full. So there are different designated areas to pick you up. And then when they pick you up, you know, the people are very friendly to you. And then uh, when you get in, you have to sign in. Okay. And then once you sign in, they give you like cookies, uh, hot chocolate. It, it makes it very accommodating. And then of course you can also sign up to have your photographs taken. There's two photographers. Actually there's like five, but I'm one of the photographers that's going to be taking pictures of people just like in front of a fake fireplace and Christmas tree. So anyway, the show itself, you go through this life of Jesus, basically. Oh, what the heck was that? You go through the life of Jesus, okay? So if you can think about it this way, like from the Virgin Mary to everything in between and then to the crucifixion, it is very like how do i say dramatic especially during the crucifixion scene it's like powerful loud it's it's yeah it's it, it, it's it's an experience to say the least so if you do have time sunday come check it out i'm gonna be there from like three to eight actually i think i have to get there earlier to set up but yeah it's it's going to be um I guess fun for the family is what, as they like to say it, or more of an understanding of Jesus and his sacrifice, his ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, growing up, we had something like that at my church. So we had the um, the live; they would call it the live stations of the cross. So they would go through each station, you know, before the crucifixion and the part with Mary and the towel and they wiped his face and then, you know, all that stuff. So we had that growing up and we used to do that. Wait, what, but what, my, was it acted out by like different people in each scene? How was it? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only one Mary and one Jesus, but yeah, they're, they're not different people each scene, but they go through the scenes and there's a lot of, um actors it's like the live it's a live play at church about jesus stuff 
Yeah, so then it's but, it, it's similar then. Yeah, I want to say there's probably – there has to be at least like 150 to 300 actors because right from the beginning, you know, you, there's one station and then within that scene, there's probably like 15 people, right? Let's just say they're singing and then they're like, oh, look, there's a shining – Well, yeah, these churches is different. I mean, it's not as – I don't know. You, you, you know what a regular Catholic church is. I mean, it's not that much space, a lot I, of pews. I don't actually know what a Catholic church is other than maybe being like I've photographed in a couple, but you remember for your what from your wedding, I clearly don't understand. You go for for wedding. Yeah. And you not even photographing, like just attending before you were a photographer. Yeah, but, the, but like I noticed like a lot of the not, the other churches, like probably like one you go to, um, it's my sister and some of my other relatives that are, you know, different religions than, than me. They usually like they just rent like a space and obviously the space is meant for a church, but it's just the open space. Um, sometimes they'll have, you know, steps for the stage and then there's either like instruments or whatever. And then it's just open area. And then most of the time they fill it with like chairs. So it's just like a space. I mean, you can do that anywhere. You can go to a gym, you know, like a school's gym. And you can just worship and celebrate there. It really doesn't really matter where you are. But most of the places that I've been to that were not Catholic, whether it be like Christian or born again or other things like that, you know, they don't really care about the place that it has to be. It's like you can worship anywhere. Yeah. That's how it should be, right? Unless, no, the Catholic religion is, they're very specific to where, how, and, you know, yeah, it's very systematic. It's like specific places built and all of them have stained windows and the cross and all that. Yeah. So I'll tell you about my religion preference. I was born and raised Catholic. And now I don't really practice. I guess I still consider myself Catholic. I don't, I don't know what. I am definitely my views have changed since growing up. We can get into that another time or this time, whatever. But with Gigi, I know my parents want her to grow up, you know, and Catholic and all that. So we, you know, we got her baptized and we're going to do all that, send her to probably see Gigi because she'll go to public school. But um, my parents take her to church every Sunday because I don't go, Nikki and I don't go. And apparently she's like, she loves it. I mean, not necessarily because she knows Jesus and God and all about that kind of stuff. But like, you know, when, when they come around asking for the collection, right, of, you give money, she like loves that. She loves to hand the money and she's waving at people and she's like pointing, oh, Jesus you know, and stuff like that. So um, I hear it's a a fun, like, little thing for her to do. But, yeah, we don't really practice or go. I, I can ask Nikki because it sounds like an event, but, you know, Sunday we do family Sunday, and she's already going to church. Is that just this weekend, or is that, like, every weekend till Christmas? Uh, it's designated. I think it's, like, three weekends. I think this the this weekend coming up is the last so, and the thing is, there's two ways to get to 
viewing the shows. Um, one of them is you have to book. And then the other is if you walk in, if you book, it means you're, you have a certain time slot that you can go in and it'll be accommodating for you. If you, however, if you just walk in, you can probably expect to wait anywhere from like, I don't know, one to two hours because. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> dude, they, supposedly, okay, the, the pastor said this. There's over the course of those three weekends that they do this show, there's approximately 30,000 people that come to watch it. Like, and that's across the different towns. And they publish, they advertise this event like probably six months ahead of time. And it's, it's on everywhere. I don't even know where they get all the, well, they get all the money from us, <laughs> but they, and cause um, it, they start talking about it like in, in the middle of summer. They're like, Oh, get ready. Christmas live is coming in six months. And it's like, now that it's here, yeah, if you go to anywhere in Hamilton, oh, I gave away where I live. If you go to any of the uh, surrounding, like even if you go to like 7-Eleven, right, you'll see signs or little, you know, those little coupons for it. And there's really no need for a coupon because it's a free event. And of course, because it's church, they ask for donations. But yeah, it's it's a, a big deal over here. I know, I can tell. I mean, it's not something that like I'm dying to go to um i was asking you what you're doing this weekend and you're like i'm volunteering at church and it sounds interesting but not that's not something in my like if i were telling you like oh i'm going partying which i am this weekend you wouldn't really care where are you going like that i guess uh so i have an ugly sweater christmas sweater party why don't you invite me bro I mean, oh, it's not my party on right, but I'm sure the host would, wouldn't would mind if you came. Do I know the host? Does he or she know me? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Jess? I, no. We were at her place last week, though. Yeah, I didn't get uh, it in my phone. Did I? Yeah, well, I, I think she listens to this. You know, you can... Hit her up, be like, "What the fuck?" WTF? No, wait, seriously. So, what? Wh when are you going? Is it Saturday night? Yeah, it's Saturday night. But what, it's uh, what, what town is it? South Plainfield, I guess. Oh, is it Nikki's friends? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm actually gonna be. I'm supposed to hang out with somebody, um, in the Brunswick area, so. Oh, somebody. No, That's no, it's a mystery. It's not it's my boy, my boy Dave. <laughs> oh, you were supposed to hang out with him last week. Uh no, I don't think so. But anyway, him and I we're supposed to like go out and chill and stuff, so more likely than not I'll probably have a sweater on and it'll be really ugly. So I don't want to crash a party that I'm not invited to though. And I'm sure he wouldn't either. So you always walk around with ugly sweaters? Yeah, around the colder weather. Well, I'm, I think that's just implying that all my sweaters are ugly. So. Okay, I'll I'll ask if you can come. Yeah, see if I can give you the password. I mean, if I don't, unless if I know them, I, they probably wouldn't think to invite me anyways, and I don't want to crash a party like that, especially if I'm bringing my boy Dave. So, it, nah, don't worry about it. 
okay, I will not worry about it. But we have um, our own Christmas sweaters that we made ourselves. You mean you like? I mean, knit, knitted them. Um, no, we bought like really big sweatshirts that were Christmassy, and then we decorated them even more Christmassy with like garland and Christmas balls and candy canes and stockings. But like decorate them really funny like you can't get stuff like this in the store because now these christmas ugly christmas sweaters are dime a dozen you know you can buy them at target for like 9.99 got a funny saying on it it's like now it's not it's not the same anymore you know back in my day back in my day yeah, just looking forward to like relaxing because it's been just a really busy nonstop week. Bought my boosted board, been riding around. That's been fun riding around the city. It's like a city, but it's not as crazy as like New York. But not riding around more than I have to. Just point A to point B, getting places. I was like, what's that? I saw a couple other riders. You didn't check to see your boosted friends, or your groups? Yo, I'm in Boston. Who's around? Let's party. You know, I should have. Yeah, I could have, should have. But I guess I've just been too busy to ride for recreation purposes. I'm just riding right now for a purpose to get from A to B, from job to job versus when I hit those guys up, they ride for fun. They'll ride for like two hours, you know, just for fun around the city, which, you know, I would totally do, but I don't think I can get them to wake up at 4.30 to just go ride. Can you ride for two and a half hours on your booster board without recharging? No, so what you do is you I ride... Right, hang you know, the, yeah, exactly. So you you stop, you know, you charge up, you get something to eat, you take some pictures, you know, you explore the area. And uh, a lot of these groups have charge maps, so they know exactly where outlets are, which ones are free, which ones are outside or inside. Pretty crazy. Sure, seems like it. Do we have um, a weekly experiment this week? Uh, don't think so. What do you remember from last show? What were we supposed? No, to, we did the. We were supposed to go up to strangers and tell them dad jokes or something like that. I don't remember. Do you have any more dad jokes? No, but I've been. I did. Um, <clears throat> I did tell people and I got a couple laughs um, because I would tell them about the podcast and then I'd be like, so last week we did the segment on dad jokes and I don't think they knew what it was. So I had to explain it. You know, they're like really bad corny jokes. And then I start to tell one and the one I used was the uh, paper joke. You know, it's terrible. Wait. And uh, I, got, I, I got a little chuckle out of it. 
there are friends of ours that don't know dad jokes, what it is. No, I mean, like random people that I would talk to about the podcast. Like the last guy I just talked to, he's um, a coworker of mine. He was just staying in the hotel I was staying at. And um, we were just talking about stuff outside of work. And I was like, yeah, I got to wake up at 4.30 to do a podcast. And that's when I told him the story. Like, why? Why are you doing? And talk about the podcast. He actually has a podcast himself, which I should probably look up why later. Don't you, why don't you just plug um, well, he says he's on and off. He doesn't really, you know, he's not steady with it, at least anymore. <clears throat> it was him and his roommate, and it might be a she, but um, it's called Nerdy, Bored, and Almost 30. Wait, Nerdy what? Bored and Almost 30. Cool. I, I might have the middle part wrong but the nerdy and the almost 30 part is right how how well i don't know if he or who this person is listening to this podcast how offended would they be they'd be like listen it's 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 definitely um wait what was how does it begin nerdy, nerdy? Like the, one, the, the one that you yeah. applied was bored and then almost 30 how offended would they be to be like, the hell is he talking about? It's it's nerdy, awesome, and almost 30. It's not bored. <laughs> like Yeah, I was bored literally listening to him talk about it. Because all I wanted to do was talk about mine. Well, that's a little bit uh, selfish of you. But I'm just saying, it'd be funny if the reality of it is... It, has nothing to do with bored being the middle word. You know what I mean? And it was quite the contradiction. And then on top of it, the reality of it is it's not boring whatsoever. It's very exciting. So. Yeah, I just have a bad memory. I forgot. <clears throat> it's also in the middle of working with Sean, trying some split testing for special special project do you so, yeah that's 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 all i had for this you're gonna, week wait, wait, you're not going to elaborate on the special project i'm sure everyone is curious about it <laughs> well they can tweet me and i will answer any questions that they have how about, about that? that if there are 17 tweeters to you if we get 17 tweets to you, will you then expose what this secret project that you're working on is? Yes, but let's define the 17 tweeters, unique tweeters. Then I will expose the secret. You know how they are like, they do these tweets like, how many tweets, McDonald's, do I need? How many retweets for unlimited chicken nuggets, the lifetime supply? And then they'll be like, 30,000. 
So then everybody like tries to help the guy get as many retweets as possible. Jin's going to try to do that. Like, Come on, guys, retweet my tweet. So Gio can reveal the top secret. You have to say it, the top secret. Secret. I think we should uh, end the podcast here. No, we should talk more about the criteria for... Um, okay, go ahead. So 17 tweets and you'll tell... what we always do. We're keeping this one short and then we always say we're going to end it, but we don't. We just find more topics to talk about. No, I'm done other than getting... Like, How do we... Do you think we, we have 17 listeners right now that if we told them to, right, because... They they should know your Twitter by now. We de- we definitely do. We see the we see the unique visitors. Right. Well, again, are they just are they actually like I'm talking about seventeen people that actually will listen to this? Will will they tweet us? That's the important variable. Oh no, they definitely won't. There's just the <laughs> difference between like taking action. You know, it's like, look at YouTube. I have some videos that have 50,000 views, and there's like three comments. Oh, yes. Speaking of um, this, there there was something I wanted to talk about, and I don't mean to, you know, harp on it or whatever, but um, I became an Amazon influencer, and I was like, eh, whatever. I was like, let me just kind of like, not make it a big deal whatsoever. And I didn't, right? So it wasn't a big thing to me until I like, I posted about it because I was, I don't even know if I'm even allowed to talk about it on my podcast. You know what? I'll I'll keep it. You know what? I'm going to keep everything under wraps about that because I'm not sure if like under their guidelines, I'm supposed to talk about on the podcast in terms of why I posted about it. So anyway, uh, maybe you know what we'll do. If you get eighteen tweets, <laughs> then I'll talk about this Amazon influencer thing too. Good deal. Okay. Deal. All right. On that note, we are. Oh wait, are we done? Yeah. Let's roll the intro. Do Wait, it would be the outro, no? Yeah, I know. I feel like I always do that. <clears throat> Wait, this is definitely the second or third time. But is the outro different? It's the outro. It is. The intro has our vocals on it. And the outro is just the music. Wait, you don't listen to our podcast? I, I don't notice the difference between the outro and the intro, to be honest with you. Huge. Do, do, do. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Wait, you wear a black shirt during sex? Yeah, I know. It, it, do, do, do. it still doesn't sound authentic. Like, it doesn't sound like I actually said it. It sounds like it's scripted, although I know that you didn't mean to make it like that. <laughs> yeah, I did it the way you wanted it. That wasn't the way I wanted it. Well... Had I known that that's the way that I've been doing it, I probably don't want it like that because 
I want it to sound like it's authentic, but in sounding, in taking that authenticness out of it or into consideration, it actually sounds fake. You know fake I mean? news. It, it, it sounds a little bit scripted is what I'm trying to say, son. So anyway. Well, feel free to work on a new one anytime. Maybe that's what we shall do. Oh, one more other thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you're trying to say bye. No, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. And then you just talk forever. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like vlogging is too saturated and it's almost dead? Or basically dead unless if you if you're the elite, right? But if you're the elite, like if you're the Casey Neistat, Peter McKinnon, and these people that are like somehow have reached the upper echelon of vlogging, do you feel like vlogging it's it's like almost you know too saturated and overwhelming and it basically dead of a market? I kind of do, but just for regular people, but not dead for the people that are up there, the good people, not just the Peter McKinnons that are like super crazy cinematic because there's <clears throat> families now that they all watch YouTube. All the kids are watching it and that's what they're watching. They're watching these YouTubers and they're not like crazy camera guys they're just regular kids that are playing with toys or you know this is my day and I'm going to the park and I'm going to play like just stupid stuff like that so I don't think it's dead in that regard but like anybody could take up a camera and start doing it if they really wanted to but they really have to be consistent with it doesn't have to be good but they have to be consistent with it if they're going to like look to to do that is that why you're asking like if you wanting to talk about it to promote it or what do you know i mean if anything it would be just to talk about this new lens i got <laughs> but you know it's just kind of curious on your thoughts on podcasting and you know well not podcasting the uh, vlogging scene the state of vlogging oh and while we're at it since we're talking about things like that we should probably talk about bitcoin you're vested in bitcoin right yeah are you still? It went up to nineteen thousand just yesterday. I think it touched twenty, didn't it? It touched twenty and then came back down. Um, I don't know. When I checked, I, the highest point was like nineteen thousand something, but it came back down. It was like sixteen at night. That's insane. Are you gonna? Sell? Yeah. No. Well, see. Yeah. So. People, what people aren't getting is that okay, it started hitting the news right when it's going to six thousand to ten thousand. So let's say you bought at ten, right? Because now it's sixteen and it's hitting twenty. If you bought at ten, and most people, not like your celebrities or your older people that are going to invest in stocks, because most of those people don't even believe in Bitcoin and what it is. So most people are not going to throw $10,000 at it to buy one Bitcoin or buy two or three, right? They're going to just throw a couple bucks at it. So let's say you invested and you bought $100 worth at 10000 
even if that shit doubles to 20,000, all you did was double your money. So instead of 100, you have 200. So, you know, it's not like when it originally was like $13 and it, you know, a billion trillion times over, you know, doubled itself. You know, think about it. It's, if it's at $13 and now it's 10,000, you added three zeros to it. You didn't just double it. It was like if you bought it at $13 and it just doubled to 26. That's the equivalent. But it's not. It's $13 to 10,000. So it's huge. Huge, huge triplers, quadruplers, quintuplers. Huge. huge. So you're making money there. That's my point. People aren't paying 10,000. They're putting in 100 bucks. All you've done now that it's at 20,000 is made another 100. So now you're at 200 bucks. And then you got to minus any fees because there's fees when you come with purchasing and transferring and selling and buying Bitcoin. There's fees, which is like a couple bucks. But, you know, that's my point. And that's what people who maybe like are standing in the background that don't really know much about it, thinking they're going to do it. Honestly, for you to make money, yes, buy it at 10,000. Buy as much as you can if you're willing to invest and possibly lose the money. But you're not going to make money until that thing hits, you know, 50,000, 100,000, millions, which I don't think it's going to happen. That's what I'm trying to like do the math in your head, then it makes more sense. So that what Does that makes sense at all? Yeah, I, I understand what it is. I'm actually not in it at all. Um, but what I was going to say is, what about the other cryptocurrencies that are out there? Are you? Did you look into it? Are you invested in those other ones? Like, was it Ethereum? Yeah, I have um, Ethereum. I have Litecoin. There's a lot. There's a lot out there. I think there's like 1,100 different cryptocurrencies, and um, it's a stock market. It's like saying, like, oh yeah, I'm investing in this new oil company, right? It's not Exxon Mobil. It's this new one. Right now they're at 20 cents. Should I buy a lot? Because they're going to go up. Like, you don't know. It's the stock market. So um, if you get a tip and you know about one, you know, yeah, maybe try it. Because at 13 cents each, you know, that's that's real cheap. Which one is at 13 cents? Um, you know, there's this like little penny stocks or something. There's, I don't know all the, the cryptocurrencies, but there's like 1,100. I have... Um, no, you friend. said thirteen cents each. Like, did you have a specific one in mind? Um, no, I was thinking of a penny stock that one of my buddies had recently invested in. I think a couple thousand dollars into one that was like thirty-nine cents. Lift, L-I-T-H. I mean, it's literally the same thing, right? It's like um, investing in cryptocurrency. It's literally like the stock market. You put your money in, you pull it out, you know, you buy, buy low, sell high. It's just, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with the uh, government. Bitcoin is honestly the really the only one that's been growing crazy like that. I mean, Ethereum was like 30 bucks like a year ago, but now it's um, 400. So where it did, you know, grow, it's not growing on the level that Bitcoin is. I mean, will others grow? Yeah, probably. But which one? You don't know. Cool. Is that it? Are we really rolling the outro? 
Uh, yeah, man, you've been keeping them on the on the edge over here, not talking about your secret project and now talking about your investments, but you're not giving them the secret. It's 17 tweets. 17 tweets, guys. That's all it takes. And I'll give you the secret to life. How many episodes is it going to take for us to get to 17 tweets? Um, at the rate of the comments type, type situation, probably like a million views or listens or downloads or whatever. Uh, okay. I could dig that. Cool, man. All right. Till next week, guys. Roll the outro. Views. You're a fake gay.